Welcome to Freelance with Freedom. I'm your host, Harriet Hadfield, and I'm so excited you're here. I help creative freelancers become fully booked and in demand in any market, on their terms and without burning out. I went from broke makeup artist living in a room I couldn't stand up in, living paycheck to paycheck, to working on the red carpets of LA as a celebrity makeup artist. I also created a six-figure business during a global pandemic in less than seven months. After working around the world and on set as a celebrity makeup artist 15 plus year, I was tired, tired of the hustle culture and an emphasis on being busy. I was tired of the starving artist mentality and buying into the narrative, there's only one way to be successful. So I decided to create my own version of success, to break the rules and rewrite my own. And I wanna show you how to do the same. If you're a freelance creative and you want to generate consistent income, work with your dream clients, and step into the CEO role in your business, you're in the right place. There's room for you at this table. Hello everyone, welcome back to Freelance of Freedom. I'm very, very excited for today's show. In today's episode, I wanna talk about hacks for unlocking your creativity and ways you can implement to get your creative mojo back. So we've all had those times where we think, oh, I just can't come up with anything good right now. I don't like the work I'm creating. I feel uninspired and as a result that's stopping me taking action in my business. So if this feels like you, hopefully it's going to be some great takeaways in this episode. Things I do in my own business and use with my clients as well that are going to help you. So I want to start by saying no one is supposed to feel or be productive all of the time, okay? (laughs) That is not the goal and toxic productivity is a real thing. And it's a result of hustle culture that is so prevalent inside creative industries. So these hacks, tips, strategies, whatever you want to call them, they're just tools. It's not that you should be using them every single time you don't have an idea. Again, I think when it comes to feeling uninspired, a big part of it starts with checking in with you. So the very first thing I like to do when I'm feeling overwhelmed or out of touch from my flow state is check in with me. Do I feel my basic needs are met? This might seem like a silly question, but you'd be surprised how often a lack of creativity comes from needing food. So it could be that you're hungry or more sleep. So if you're not getting enough sleep, that will impact you. Or it could be something like some fresh air. Okay, stepping outside in a garden, going for a walk. These are meeting our basic needs. And this is such a great place to start. Okay, this is a good starting point. So with this information, what needs actually need meeting that you currently aren't? So do you need more sleep? Do you need to meal prep some food? Do you need to have some snacks in? Do you need to take snacks with you when you're on set or on shoots? Do you need to get a little bit more prepared with going to bed earlier? Okay, what is the action? So decide what the actions are if your basic needs aren't being met, even if they're only small actions and implement these. And when you check in with yourself, get honest about what comes up. So if you feel like you're overwhelmed or burnt out, before you can do anything about it, you have to get curious as to why you are. So what specifically is causing the burnout? So if you're spinning multiple plates, so to speak, in your business and your life, choose one thing to focus on. So I like to use the analogy of imagining you have several businesses. Let's say you have 10 businesses on the go and you're trying to put all this work into all these different areas. You could put in the time and burn out trying to make these 10 businesses a success. And at the end of, say, a year, you might find that you've only made 5% progress in each business. Or you could choose one of those and go all in and see phenomenal results. This is like 90% progress. 
So ask yourself, what do you think makes the most sense when it comes to maximizing your energy, your efficiency, and your creativity? So often when we're struggling with a lack of creativity, it's because we are in burnout, okay? And sometimes when we're in burnout, we don't even realize we're there, especially if we've told ourselves that, oh, it's normal, it's supposed to be this hard, I'm supposed to be exhausted. And I believe a lot of this comes back to the beliefs we have around what building a successful business is meant to be like. One of my favorite sayings is simple is different from easy, but why have you told yourself it needs to be this hard? And if it feels impossible, how's that working out for you? Okay, so get really, really curious on what is coming up, what is causing the burnout. And you have to remember, creativity needs breathing room. It needs space. So I always tell my clients, ideation time is something you should prioritize. For example, prioritizing time for your ideas with your notebook. And without any expectation, but just sitting down, giving your brain some space, some time to think, explore and ruminate again without any pressure but having time for ideation so often we want to just have the ideas and get straight on with it and yet we don't give ourselves time for the ideas to come a really good example of this is have you ever wondered why you get your best ideas in the shower okay or when you're walking your dog it's because that's the one time your brain accepts that currently it has some space to not be thinking about what's coming up, okay? When your brain is doing some kind of mundane task, it often comes up with ideas because your brain is being given space to. So what that tells us is we need to give some more space for our brains, okay? For those ideas to come, for that creativity to flow, we need to create some space. Now, I'm not suggesting this means hours every day, but is it five minutes before you look at your phone in the morning? Is it five minutes you journal before you go to bed? Okay, decide what that could look like. If you were going to give your brain some breathing room, what would it need? Is it five minutes? Is it 10 minutes? Is it twice a week? And if you're not doing this, even try doing this once next week and you'll be surprised what comes up. Even if you sit with a notepad for five minutes and you don't come up with a single idea, that's okay. You gave your brain the space it needed. So maybe next time you might find, okay, nothing comes up again, but it could. And that's the thing I think we forget so easily that when we give our brain space, our brain has time to get into its flow state and ruminate and get excited. And the biggest mistake I see people make is trying to do it all at once. So remember, burnout is optional. And one of the tools I like to remind my clients is listen to your business. So what does it need as in right now? So if you listen closely, your business will always tell you what it needs. You just have to be open to listening and you might not like what you hear but you have to be open to it. Okay, so decide that you're not in a rush. And if it helps right now, just write down a list of things that come up, okay? What is your business telling you right now in this moment it needs? And decide that you are not in a rush, okay? Tune into how you would like to feel, perhaps inspired, present, and open. More ideas and creativity come from that space, versus a place of, I need this, where it feels graspy, where you feel like you have something to prove. So again, ask yourself, how do you want it to feel running your creative business? The other thing that I love to do is journal when I feel my creativity is long gone. (laughs) Now, journaling for me, you know I talk about this a lot over at Freelance with Freedom, and it's something my clients find so impactful in their creative businesses. In one part, because it is 
literally giving your brain the space and time to have ideas but it's also a way to actively check in on you and see where your thoughts are at see what is coming up in your beliefs so journaling can be something that rather than having to let's say you've got to a place of burnout and you don't know what to do it's also like a prevention as well it's a way to check in day by day with where you're at what is going on with your business and how is that making you feel so again if we think about how would we like to feel okay, what is it that we're aiming to feel inside our business? Do we want it to feel like it's really, really hard that we've been told that, oh, but I meant to work six days a week and if I'm not working, I'm bad. Again, journaling is such a good way to notice the beliefs that are coming up as a result of the industry you're in, especially if people have told you that taking time off or resting is bad. And remember, we're human beings with human brains, so it makes sense there are times when our brains need rest and space they need to process okay so even if you find yourself feeling a lot of feelings that feel quite negative to confront it's okay it's human you are allowed to make space for it in order to think a more intentional way of thinking we have to first identify where our intentional thinking is at otherwise known as our limiting beliefs okay so when you can identify a limiting belief then you can rewrite it So the next hack I have is one of my favorites. When I find myself feeling really, really stuck or uninspired or not creative, I ask myself and I'll write it out as a question, what is the number one problem inside my business currently? Okay, what is the number one problem? So your brain may go, oh, it's this, it's this, it's this. Ask yourself when it comes to getting the result you want, what is the number one problem that is stopping you get that result? Okay, so if it is feeling uninspired, if it is being creative, what is the number one thing stopping you? Because it makes sense that if we're feeling stuck or uninspired, it's normal for us to stop taking action. So decide what the real problem is. And to clarify, when I say real problem, it's because you may think it's, we'll use the example of you don't have the right contacts, okay? Maybe you tell yourself, that's why I'm feeling uninspired. When in actuality, the real problem could be that you're scared of reaching out. So those two things are very different problems and both require different solutions. That's why getting honest with what the real problem is, okay, so it could be different from what you first think it is, is really, really important. In order to kind of treat the problem, if you think about it that way, you have to diagnose what it actually is. And from there, you can take action. When you know what the real problem is, you're going to change your results. And to come back to if you find yourself feeling burnt out and overwhelmed, and this is something that you think is affecting your creativity, one of the things I love to tell my clients is something I call the later shelf or the ideas shelf, okay? So you can have two metaphorical shelves inside your brain. When we're creative, it's very easy to overwhelm ourselves with too many ideas, okay? It can often be that we have no ideas or too many. So both kind of make us feel the same in terms of our nervous system. So if we have loads of ideas and we have this feeling of, oh my gosh, but this is such a good idea, I need to do it now, which is often followed by, I need to do it before someone else does it. (laughs) So again, look what's coming up for you with your beliefs. But decide when it comes to those ideas, again, choose one. Okay, so again, if you think back to that example I showed you with the businesses and you have 10 businesses where only 5% profit is made across all of them versus going all in on one and seeing 90% profit, okay, because you were able to give all your time and attention to one thing. It's the same with the idea shelf and the later shelf. We know that it can all work. Okay, so whatever your ideas are, they can all work. So there's no rush. But what I like to tell my clients is, does this need to go on the later shelf? Does it need to go on the idea shelf? So inside your phone, 
make a list. Call one the idea shelf and call another one the later shelf. Any ideas that you feel like this needs to go on the later shelf because I don't think this is a now thing, but I want to have somewhere to come back to it. Should the time feel right? Put it on the later shelf. And with the idea shelf, when you find yourself with lots and lots of ideas and you don't know what to take action on, again, write the list down on the idea shelf. Sit with it for a day or two and then look back at it and again, choose one. Because our brain will feel good knowing that, okay, I'm not letting that go. I'm just putting it on a shelf (laughs) and I'm going to come back to it at a later time. Knowing that you may never come back to it, but even if you do, you will have new information. So you'll be able to say, yeah, okay, now is the time for me to explore this idea. Or actually, given the way my business is going now, I don't think that's relevant anymore. But having somewhere to put your ideas is really, really helpful. So just make those two lists inside your phone, the ideas shelf and the later shelf. And again, what it does, it gives your brain space, okay? Your brain's like, great, that's taken care of, next. And then the last thing I want to touch on is a very practical thing, and that is using a time cube. So you can Google or go on Amazon and search for time cube. They're very inexpensive. It's literally a timer. (laughs) You think about like when you cook uh, food and you don't have anything digital, it's kind of like that. But what you have is different amounts of time on each side of the square. So you may have five minutes, 10 minutes, 15, an hour. So you can use this when you want to give yourself a selected amount of space. So let's say you want to try something like morning pages. Again, if you haven't tried that, it's another form of journaling. Google it. It's really, really great for helping with your creativity. But having something where you give yourself a limited amount of time to just play. Okay, so let's say you want to get creative. Maybe your way of doing that is singing for 10 minutes. Maybe it's dancing for 10 minutes. Maybe it's creatively writing for 10 minutes with no intention for it to mean anything, for it to have any result, but it's a way for you to start letting go. It's a way for your brain to explore, okay? The very act of you being creative without there being any expectation is really, really good for our brains. So the time cube is a great way for you to again say, okay, I have five minutes. What can I do in five minutes that would help me tune back into my creativity? For me, sometimes it's listening to a really good playlist. So for me, there are certain songs that I know really fire me up and get me in a certain zone or flow state where I'm like, yeah, I'm ready, let's go. And if you think about the word rituals, I think that can be a very heavy word for some people because again, it has this complication of feeling like there's a right or wrong way to do that. But decide what has worked for you in the past. So when it comes to a ritual or something you do that helps you get in your flow state, your creativity, What has worked for you before? So for me, I know I love a killer playlist. I know that I love road trips. I love travel. I know that there are times my brain needs time away from my phone. So it may be going to a museum. It may be going to an art gallery. What are the things that you haven't given yourself that you know have worked in the past? So the time cube is a way to do that very, very quickly. Again, if you only had 15 minutes a day to work on your business, Could you spend a couple of minutes feeding your creativity? Okay, what does that look like? Is it song? Is it dance? Is it writing? Again, there are no right or wrong ways. And then the bigger picture of that is what would you like to explore? So when it comes to creativity, is it art? Is it music? Is it embroidery? Is it working with clay? Again, if you come from the energy of I can't get it wrong, but this is something that impacts my business. And you will have heard me say recently how much I value rest as a business strategy. And I think rest definitely eats into this idea of increasing your creativity. 
again, from the place of your brain needs space. And when we rest, there's more space for ideas. So all these things together are really, really powerful. And I think picking any one of these things, like I said, they're just tools to experiment with. Try them and let me know how you get on. I can't wait to hear if this works for you and what you found really helpful for you in your business. And I will see you soon with a new episode. Thank you so much for listening to Freelance with Freedom. I'd love to continue this conversation over on Instagram. So come hang out with me at Freelance with Freedom. You can follow me there for mini trainings that include mindset and strategy to help you step into the CEO role in your business. And if you're interested in taking this work further, head to www.harrietadfield.com to find out more about working together. I'm wishing you an incredible week and I can't wait to see you in the next one.